can take a stand I need to know I'm not alone Welcome and thank you all for joining us today. Uh, my name is Anthony Beverly. I'm with Stop the Violence in Indianapolis, an organization that was founded here in Indianapolis back in 06. And today we're going to be discussing or interviewing a young man here in the city of Indianapolis that have overcome a lot of barriers, and now he's a single father. Uh, his name is Donnell Roby. And uh, Donnell, would you like to share anything uh, to get us started here? Yes, first of all, thank you for having me uh, I have a lot to share, uh, but uh, I would like to thank you for this opportunity because I believe that uh, a lot of the youth really need someone who has been in their position and uh, of, of understanding so that they can have goals uh, to, to, to step, step towards and just understand that there, there is something better out there and not to lose hope. Right. Well, Danelle and I, we, we met back in um, August of this year, and I, I, I saw this young man, and I thought it was something very uh, special about him. And just the other day, we had the opportunity to sit down and talk and, and, and get to know him a little bit better. And when he began to share his story, I was very intrigued by uh, the 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 vigor that he has to keep on pressing on through a lot of different issues that he's dealt with. So my first question for you, uh, Danielle, is, you know, share with us uh, your childhood. I mean, what was that like? Well, first of all, I I actually come from a good family uh, with an okay background. But most importantly, they taught me well. They taught me right. God was definitely a part of the household and family. But like everyone else, everyone, we all have choices. Mm -hmm. And I unfortunately took a lot of wrong choices. Mm. And due to that, it led me into a whole lot of things that I was warned about. You know, if Mm -hmm. you take this path, this could happen, this will happen. And I was a little stubborn and thought that I could. uh, So talk about some of those paths that you took. Well, first of all, drugs. You know, I was taught all about them and not to get into them. But I was so curious and I got into them. Mm-hmm. Uh, street violence, you know, not coming home at curfew, you know, just the simple things that you're taught as a child when you get into your close to your teenage years, your adolescence. I just chose to rebel because I was so curious and I thought that it was fun. Right. So you had the opportunity to, to make right choices, but you made some of the wrong choices. And so as a result of that, what did that what did that what did you land? Ooh, uh, a lot of juvenile. A lot of punishment, a lot of uh, avoidance, you know, people judging me. Even when I tried to uh, say I'm not really that person, they said, oh, yes, you are, because your record shows it. Mm -hmm. You know, it put me into a place where I felt like I couldn't be anybody but the person that they were labeling me as. Mm -hmm. And I just stayed down that path. You know, kind of got the idea, well, if this is who I am, if this is who y'all think I am, then I'm going to be that person. Yeah. So 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 that person who so who who was that person at that time? Very aggressive, violent. I seem to not care. I've, I've always cared, but I seem to not care. Um, I didn't show a lot of respect. Um, I had my my boundaries. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of things that I did not do that I was against. But there are a lot of things that I should not have done. 
um, stuff like, you know, gang activity, drugs, constantly being suspended from school. My number one thing was fighting, mm-hmm. you know, uh, being disrespectful towards people verbally um, and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just a wild child, basically. Right. Now, one last question in this area. <clears throat> when we talked the other day, you said that there was going through this process that there was something that, 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 that woke you up and you were in juvenile at the time and you had turned 16. Talk to us about that, that situation. Well, it was my 16th birthday. I was in boys school and I was in there for a period of two years and I called home to my mom and I was happy and she was confused. Now, you were in boys' school. I was in boys' school, yeah. Okay. Called home to my mom, and, and I was happy. And she thought something had happened to me, mm-hmm. you know, like a mental issue. And I was like, no, Mom, I'm, I'm completely sane. I'm happy that I'm here. And, and I said, I, I never told you, but for two years straight, I had a dream that I was going to die on my 16th birthday. You know, and I'm alive, and I'm not going to die in here. Nothing wrong is happening. Right. And I was just... Blessed that I was still alive. And at that point, that was my turnaround of hope. Because a lot of times, I would say between the ages of 14 and 16 is when I was at my worst. Because I didn't think I was going to be alive anyway. Right. So I was living like I wanted to die. And and we see that a lot with our youth today. So now you are in your 40s. Yes, sir. and, and, And now that change happened when you were 16. Talk about the, the process that, that, uh, and that change. Well, even though the change was in my heart, I couldn't quite figure out how to create the path or didn't know where to turn to to have the path to walk down. So I still had my issues um, mm-hmm. in trying to correct everything, and, and it, it got better, mm-hmm. but I didn't really see a good turnaround until like seven, eight years later. Um, after later on going to jail and to prison uh, for some of the same things that I was doing as a juvenile. Um, But I started meeting people and opening up myself to meeting different types of people, not just, Mm -hmm. you know, people that could relate to me, people in the neighborhood, gang banging and stealing and robbing and drinking when they're not even of age yet. Started socializing with people who were in different uh you know, aspects of life who had different mindsets. And I, that's how I started seeing uh, more opportunities, uh, realizing that I uh, don't only have to turn to those in my position of understanding, but that others also can understand, even though they haven't been in my position. Right. So 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 then you had children. Well, right before I had children, uh my ex-wife, uh, at, at the time, my fiance, she it was like the moment she got pregnant and I knew I had a child on the way. Um, something happened. She had a craving um, and we went to to address that craving two thirty in the morning at a Buffalo Wild Wings. And this disrespectful guy came and approached us and I, I wanted to handle him. You know, I, I wanted to be 14 again, just going to beat him up, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and she said, no, let me handle this. I'm grown, you know, and eventually I let her handle it. And three minutes later, I, I realized that he's gone. The situation's handled. 
And I jumped up with joy and actually literally patted myself on the back. And I said, I did it. I did it. And she said, are you okay? What did you do? I said, I finally thought before I reacted. And that was my problem as a child. I just wouldn't think. And by the time you think about it, it's too late. You've already done it. So I would say that understanding that I have children coming, you know, I didn't want them to face my troubles. And I felt like I could be a good leader to them. And if I get myself in trouble, I wouldn't be available for them. So so would you say having the children kind of solidified or help uh, make the change more concrete? Having children, to put it in different words, having children made me a, a better person. Okay. okay. Made me a different man. So, so now that you are who you are now and you've made the change and you're a single father, correct? Yes, sir. Raising how many children? Raising two. Two children as a single father. Yes, sir. And what would you, what would you say to other youth? that are out there, and I want you to look directly into that camera and, and just share what would you say to other youth that are that are now uh, 13, 14 years old, or even some in some cases younger, uh, walking that path that you took? I would like to tell all the youth uh, to have the understanding that sometimes the person that you would like to turn to, uh, those that you look up to, Sometimes they don't have the answer. Sometimes they're not available, but that does not mean they're the only ones that can provide you assistance. Uh, you don't have to turn to, you know, uh, what people consider low lives or low standards. You know, uh, you're not minimized um, just because you've gotten yourself into trouble. You're not limited. Uh, you have the same opportunities as everyone else, and it's okay to... Uh, I guess disregard what your friends and your, your 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 peers think about you. You know, if you want to step out of that box and better yourself, you know. In other words, you want to graduate, you want to educate, you want to elevate, and it's okay to step out of that box, even if you're alone for a while, because eventually you'll get into a new box of those who are trying to as as well themselves elevate and educate and they will help you along the way. Well, Danielle, we really appreciate this time. Thank you for coming on with us today. Um, I pray God's success and God's speed and in, in what you're doing. And thank you for the passion that you have for our community as well. And thank you, Anthony. I really appreciate this opportunity. It's something that I've uh, really been seeking out for the longest and I didn't even approach you with it, and it just landed in my lap, and I'm glad to have this opportunity. Thank you uh, for joining us uh, for this interview with Danielle. Our, our hope is that we can continue doing this work and working with young men like uh, Danielle Roby, uh, that we can begin to show that they're human beings, and they have wills, they have goals, they have aspirations, and it's up to us to draw out of them their God-given talent. So I hope that you will continue to tune in with us as we go down this path to uh, bringing young men uh, back to their place uh, with God, with community, and with family. Thank you. Thank you.